0: Get ready to experience and receive the grace you long for from the heart of God. Welcome to Scandalous Grace with Carla Swanigan. Carla is a wife and mother, international speaker, minister, and engaging storyteller, known for her transparency, with an impactful testimony of how God has transformed her own life. Her desire is to connect you with the heart of God and the truth of how He truly loves and sees you. If you're hurt, if you're broken, if you yearn for God's love and acceptance, let the healing begin. Now, here's Carla Swanigan. Hey,
1: everybody. Welcome to Scandalous Grace, where we leave religion out of it and just bring Jesus. I am your host, Carla Swanigan, and I'm so glad you're tuning into the show today. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about the pruning season. And for some people, that can mean a lot of things, and we're going to dig into that a little bit today. I'm going to tell you some some things that it means in my life right now, what it's meant in the past. But um, before we get started, I want to remind you that if you've missed any of our previous episodes, you can always tune in to our YouTube channel, Carlos Swanigan Ministries, and that is Carla with the K. Or you can find out more on our website, Carloswannigan.com. We have an iTunes podcast. If you would rather listen to it, you know, while you're driving in the car, on audio. But you can always catch up on those past and previous episodes and also just find out more about what we're doing at Carlos Wanigan Ministries. And you can follow us on social media. I'm on Instagram and and Facebook and and all the social media outlets. You can find us at Carlos Wanigan Ministries. But let's dig into the word today. Like I said, we're going to be talking about pruning and the verse that really um, the Holy Spirit was speaking to me about this past week while I was preparing the message for today. Is from John chapter 15. So if you have your Bibles or your Bible app on your phone, turn with me if you would, let's do this together. John chapter 15, and I'm going to be right at the beginning of the chapter. And in my Bible, I'm going to be reading from the passion translation again today. And the title of this chapter in my translation is Jesus, the living vine. Okay. Chapter 15 of John verse one, I am a true sprouting vine And the father who tends the vine is my father. He cares for the branches connected to me by lifting and propping up the fruitless branches and pruning every fruitful branch to yield a greater harvest. Okay. So that verse really stood out to me because it says it really plainly there that he prunes the dead branches, the fruitless ones, right? And he also prunes every fruitful branch and I'm like I don't get it why do we have to prune the good stuff why do we have to prune out the fruitful stuff too and so I was really digging into that this week and I looked up some stuff um on a tree website because I was just fascinated by the whole pruning process you know springtime is blooming time but it's also pruning time when I was reading about it and um On this tree, it's the Vintage Tree Care website is where I found this, and I'll be quoting from that. And here's what it says about pruning for the blooming season. It says, there are many reasons why pruning a tree is important. With proper pruning, a tree can be made to grow into a certain configuration of limbs and branches that is more ideal for the structural integrity of the tree. Maintaining the tree structure helps to mitigate the risk of broken limbs And falling branches. And I was like, wow, it really stood out to me with proper pruning. It's more ideal for the structural integrity of the tree. And I feel like that's really what the heart of what God wanted to say to me when I was studying this passage. And ultimately what I want to share with you guys is when God prunes things in our life, whether it's the fruitful stuff or the unfruitful stuff, it's always for the structural integrity of our walk with him, of our foundation, of our faith, of our relationship with him, because that's what we talk about every week, right? You guys is relationship, not religion. So in our relationship with him, he wants to cut away all the bad stuff that's harming our relationship with him. That might be blocking our relationship with him, um, blocking his goodness from flowing into our life. He wants out of his goodness and love and mercy and scandalous grace out of that. He wants to cut away prune away everything. That's not of him for our own good. And I think that's, um, hard for us sometimes to realize when we're losing those things, when they're being cut away and pruned away, that it really is for our own good. I mean, you know, we can think of obvious things that he wants to get rid of that are for our own good. Like, you know, if we're depending on, um, alcohol or drugs to soothe us in place of turning to Christ for that healing or cry or turning to God for that comfort, Like that's kind of an obvious thing. Like, yeah, that's not good for us ultimately to be addicted to something he wants better for us. Right. Um, and also even sometimes it's relationships. We've talked about that a little bit on the show before God will prune away relationships that are bad for us. And as obvious as it can be sometimes to outsiders looking into our lives to see that a relationship is not good for us. If we're in a codependent relationship, we can't always see that. Like I know in my past history, um, you know, before I got married and and growing up, I was so codependent in relationship with men. And I think a lot of the times that was because of the relationship that I missed having with my dad. My parents got divorced when I was very young and, and my dad moved away and got remarried. And um, they already, that woman had a, a daughter from a previous marriage. And so I felt really, honestly, I felt replaced, you know, and I didn't realize that I can see that now looking back through the eyes of the healing of, Price that I've gotten. But, you know, growing up the way that that looked in my life is that I was missing this. I had this huge void of a man speaking affirming words and loving words and encouragement to me on a daily basis because my daddy was gone. He didn't live here anymore. And, um, just the fact that I felt replaced and abandoned, you know, by him, that's how it felt to me. That's what it looked like from my little girl perspective, if that makes sense. Um, I don't know how many of you have our children of divorce, like I was, but there's so many of us these days. Um, I have a feeling that you get it, you know? And so I, I tried to fill that void with all these codependent relationships with men in my life. And I was always looking for a man to fill that hole that honestly only Jesus could fill. And I know that that's, that's, I've got guy friends that said the same thing, you know, that, that had broken relationships with their mom or, or grew up without their mom because of divorce or a death or whatever. And it was the same way for them. They were always trying to heal that wound by replacing that person with somebody else. And that's just never going to work. And if we're putting that pressure on a relationship, even you guys, um, we're talking about unhealthy codependent ones, but even relationships that, are pretty good in our life. If we're putting that kind of pressure on another human to be the Jesus, to be the Holy spirit, to be our God, really an idol in our life, that's not going to work. And in my experience, I don't know about you guys, but in my experience, the Lord will remove that relationship before he'll let it do harm in my relationship with him. Because I pray to him all the time, Lord, you know, remove anything that's keeping me from being close to you You know, close the door to any opportunity that's not of you, but also sometimes the heart of prayer is and remove any hindrance of intimacy with you, because that's what the original intent was for us. You guys is to have an intimate, close, personal relationship with the father and with our Lord and savior, Jesus. Right. So praying that sometimes can be a really scary prayer, but God loves you so much that, that he's going to do that. And that's. That pruning sometimes is hard for us to understand and it's hard for us to look at. And that's just part of our walk with him. And if we can remember what I read here in this um passage from John 15, verses one and two, especially verse two, he prunes everything that's unfruitful, the bad stuff, but he also prunes stuff that looks really good because he wants that better bloom, right? He wants that more beautiful. Flower, that more beautiful outcome, that more beautiful fruit. And it's always for our own good. Um, He prunes that bad stuff for our own good, but he also prunes the good stuff for our own good. And that's, that's hard for us to like kind of latch onto. Sometimes it's hard to swallow. I mean, it can be kind of tough, especially, you know, I'll say to the Lord, like, wow, that was going really well. It was bearing a lot of good fruit. Um, I'm really enjoying doing it. I'm, I'm seeing people's lives change. I'm seeing things happen. I don't understand why that, that stopped, why that had to go away or why you told me to lay that down. You know, um, a purple, purple, a per perfect. If I can get that word out, my tongue's getting twisted today. A perfect example of this in my own life. You guys, um, I used to be a women's pastor at a pretty big church here in Colorado and I enjoyed it. I loved it out. It was bearing much fruit. Um, we had women's breakfast and women's retreats and women's Bible studies going. I saw people's lives being changed. I didn't just see it. People were coming to me, telling me that God was moving in their life as a result of this ministry. And the Lord was maturing me in it. Like I was bearing fruit through it. I was growing. I was learning how to lead better and, and love better like Jesus. I had tons of female friends for the first time in my life, um, really godly relationships. It it was family. It was a beautiful um, display in my life of God's goodness and his faithfulness and really bearing fruit. And then one day the Lord started speaking to me about it was time for me to lay that down and move on. And that was super hard for me, you guys. I mean, I remember the first time I felt like the Lord was putting that on my heart. I was like, oh. That's not the Lord get behind me, Satan. I'm not listening to you, you know? And so I really, it was about a year that I was hearing the Lord put that on my heart and I was praying about it and I was seeking godly counsel from some of my leadership and just really trying to discern the heart of the father for me in that season. And it became more and more clear that the Lord was in fact telling me that it was time for me to let that go and to lay that down. And like I said, that was something you guys that was bearing tons of fruit. And it was definitely a good thing. But at that point in my life, it was no longer a God thing because he was asking me to lay that down. He was pruning that fruitful thing from my life. And I didn't, I couldn't see it at the time, but what he was calling me to was to start my own ministry and to do what I'm doing today, which is, um, ministering more at the jail and doing some, some lay counseling with other women and walking them through some things that God's helped me overcome and, and praying with them and also doing this radio show. Um, he was making a way for me to have these opportunities and start these new things. But I couldn't see that when I was laying down the, the good thing that I felt so comfortable in. And it was so much of my, again, um, I guess my identity at that time was, was being a women's pastor and loving women and trying to love them well, like Jesus did and having all these things. And so when I had to lay that down, that was super hard, but it was him pruning me so that a different thing, um, a beautiful bloom could even come out of that, you know, and that's exactly what he's done, especially with this radio show for me. Um, one of my favorite quotes about this topic is from Eric Johnson from Bethel church. And he said, anytime you advance forward, you have to leave something behind. Promotion always leads to pruning. And I think that is such a great quote. And the part about promotion always leads to pruning. You know, to go to that next thing that God has for us, he's got to cut away some stuff. Even if we don't agree with him that we don't want it cut away. You know, i you may be thinking of some things in your life right now that he's, that he's putting on your mind. God wants to take you to those new beginnings that we talked about earlier this year, those new opportunities, um, maybe stepping out into those doors of opportunities and taking some giant cool steps with God and, and some big risks. I know that's what he's doing in my life. And in order to do that, you guys, he's going to print away some stuff that, that maybe you're really enjoying, or maybe you really like, and you don't understand, but you feel like he's been putting on your heart. And maybe this. This message for me today, this show is really to confirm to you that it is God. And he is going to make a way for you to do that. And he's going to put the grace on your life to lay it down. And your part is to be obedient, you know, and let him prune those things away. I know that's exactly what he did in my life. And he was promoting me to a new season when I laid that women's pastor job down, but it did lead to some pruning. I mean, I had to lay that job down. I ended up ultimately, he called us out of that church. Um, And and into other things that we're doing now. And that was super hard. You guys, that was my community. And he pruned all that away, all those friendships, all those relationships, um, even some mentorships that I had at that church. He, he just lovingly and gently, but definitely firmly and finally pruned a lot of that stuff away. And that was hard for me, but like Eric Johnson said, that promotion always leads to the pruning. And so I've been going through the pruning process this entire time. I mean, it's, it's been a solid three years of pruning and preparing for not only what I'm doing here on the radio show, but the other things that he's calling me to in ministry and even into relationship with him. You know, the pruning's not always about some big ministry or some big career thing. It's also ultimately about a deeper intimacy with God. It's always about knowing his heart more for you, um, knowing who he is more, letting him um, show you who he created you to be, how he intended um, your life to look, but also how he intended for your relationship to be with him. It's a true intimacy. It's a true friendship and a father, son and a father, daughter thing that he's calling us to. And that's part of the pruning also. You know, I want to read you another verse that really spoke to me about this topic. And it's, it's from song of songs. Um, again, I'm going to be reading from the passion translation and you guys, this is one of my favorite chapters in the whole Bible. I, um, I just feel like this is such an intimate, sweet love story and, and really from the father's heart, it's song of songs, chapter two, and I'm going to start in verse 10 The one I love calls to me, arise, my dearest hurry, my darling, come away with me. I have come as you have asked to draw you to my heart and lead you out for now. It's the time. My beautiful one, the season has changed. The bondage of your barren winter has ended and the season of hiding is over and gone. The rains have soaked the earth and left it bright with blossoming flowers. The season for singing and pruning the vines has arrived. I love that so much. You guys, that's song of songs, chapter two. And I read verses 10, 11 and part of verse 12 to you. Um, I especially love the part where he says, you know, come away with me. I have come as you have asked to draw you to my heart and lead you out for now is the time, my beautiful one. And the season for singing and pruning the vines has arrived. And I love that so much because that's the part that I was speaking of the intimacy with him. Um, Sometimes the pruning away is because he's getting rid of stuff that's keeping us from having that closer walk with him that he wants us to have, what he created us for that deeper relationship. It's not always about our career. It's not always about our calling. It's not always about our ministry. Sometimes the pruning is ultimately about how close do you want to be with him? Um, I want to be as close as humanly possible. And to be honest with you, I want to be as close as supernaturally possible. You know, we're spirits in a body. I, I want to be as spiritual close to him as he will possibly let me. And I can imagine that you feel the same. And so as hard as it is to have him prune away those things that we may love and that may be good, but they're keeping us from a deeper place with him. Um, I want to say yes to those things and that's not always super fun, but his grace will be on it. You guys, he's never going to call you to something that's too hard for you to do, right? We've talked about that before. He always goes ahead of you and makes the way and he always prepares your heart for what he's calling you to do. So I encourage you so much to, to go on that journey with him, go on that walk with him, let him help you lay down those things that he's asking you to lay down those things that he's pruning away. Um, even when you don't understand because they look so good and they look like they're bearing so much fruit. Um, another quote that I love, I heard on this topic is from Abby Stumball. She's somebody I follow on Instagram. She's a, a pastor and a speaker and she's also out of California. And she said, you can't imagine something better could come when you're looking at or holding what you're looking at or what you're holding on to is something that you think you need. And I'm like, wow. Let me read that again. You can't imagine something better could come when what you're looking at or holding on to is something that you think you need. And I know in my own experience that has happened to me so many times when I'm holding on to something that I think I absolutely have to have that's necessary for me in my life. Um, that's such a good thing. And the Lord's asking me to lay it down or to let him prune it and and cut away the parts that he wants to cut away. It's hard for me to imagine that there's something better that he wants to give me in its place. You know, we've used that. I've probably used it too many times that teddy bear illustration, but it comes to my mind every time because it's such a beautiful illustration. I think a lot of times of what God's trying to do and it's the picture of it's the drawing of the little girl with, you know, holding on to the teddy bear just as tight as she can. And it's all worn out and it's like missing one of its sewn on ears and in the stuffings coming out and the teddy bears just completely worn out. But it's what gives this little girl safety and comfort and peace of mind. And it's her it's her special little comfort bear. And the Lord's reaching his hand out. He wants her to give it to him. And what she can't see Behind his back is this huge, beautiful, brand new teddy bear, even bigger than the one she has, nicer than the one she has. And, and the Lord wants to trade those two things, but she can't see that because she's just seeing that she's got to lay down the thing that's brought her so much comfort. And for me, I know that there are so many times in my life that I feel the Lord tugging on my heart to lay something down, to let something go, whether it's a relationship, a friendship, um, even, you know, gosh, you guys, a close friendship that maybe the Lord's asking us to lay that down in that season because he's calling us to something else. And that friendship is actually not part of what he's calling us to, or maybe there's a reason it's going to hinder us from getting what we need from him. Or maybe we can't see that it's no longer super healthy for us, that maybe we've become codependent in that relationship and we're looking to that person To answer all of our needs that really we should be going to the Lord for and having conversations with him about instead of always calling that person or or meeting up with that person for coffee to hash it all out. When God's like, listen, I want you to come to me with this stuff first, you know, and and he wants us to give us he wants to give us a better thing. And we just can't see that. And it's hard for us to imagine that something better could come when what what we have, we think we can't possibly live without, you know. And all the more reason to let the Lord prune that stuff away and give us what he has for us and what what he's calling us to step into with him, whether it's deeper relationship with him or it's a deeper calling or like I said, it's it's a whole new um, side of ministry maybe that he's calling us to. We don't know but we have to believe that what he has for us is good just like it talks about in Jeremiah 29:11 his plans for us are good you guys his plans for us are good so anything that he's asking us to lay down or get rid of like i said earlier it really is for our own good and he's going to prune away that bad stuff because it's separating us from him and he's going to prune away the good stuff sometimes too because he wants us to bear more fruit. You know, I couldn't see it when I was the women's pastor cuz I I was ministering to a group of women at a church and that was that was my sphere of influence, that was my outreach right there. That's that community of women. But he asked me to lay that down and what he's called me to ended up being this radio show and it it reaches a lot more people than I ever could have reached staying in my little comfortable, safe community there at my church, he was, he was calling me to something different and ultimately to bear more fruit than what I could do where I was at, but I didn't see it that way at the time. And I don't know what you're looking at that you feel like you can't possibly live without, or it's bearing so much fruit. You can't imagine that, that God is calling you to lay that down or why he would be calling you to lay that down. But I want you to just use my example that I just share with you, my own story And I want you to trust the Lord with your heart and with your calling and even the desires that are in your heart and your relationships and just trust him. You guys, he has good things planned for you. And I promise you it's way bigger than you could ever imagine. And just trust him with it. Let him have it. Just lay it down. You know, I want to pray with you guys right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you so much for everyone listening or watching this. Lord, I pray that you would confirm to them what you're pruning away in this season. You're always working on us, Lord. You're always pruning us and growing us and drawing us closer to your heart. So, Father, I pray that you would confirm to them whatever it is that you're asking them to let you have or you're asking them to get rid of or lay down. And, Lord, will you just bring your comfort like only you can do? Bring your encouragement. Bring your peace about that. I pray for godly counsel, for people like what you did for me, but I also pray Holy spirit that you would speak so clearly to each person individually and that you would help them trust you with their heart and trust you with their future and trust you with um, the relationships in their lives and, and the, the calling on their life and everything that you're doing in this pruning season, Lord, so that they can bloom beautifully and bear much more fruit than they ever possibly could have imagined. And that they can be closer to you, God, in the mighty and holy name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in every week. You know, you can, like I said, find out more about us at carlisswanigan.com. You can email us here at the show, grace at carlisswanigan.com. And you can find all of our old podcasts on iTunes. And we would love to hear from you. And I just pray all of God's best for you this week. And I pray that you remember what I said and you let him have these things he's doing in this pruning season and you trust him with it. God bless you guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a wonderful week. And remember, leave religion out of it and just bring Jesus.
0: We hope you were blessed by today's episode of Scandalous Grace with Carla Swanigan. Please go to carlosswanigan.com to listen to podcasts, see where Carla will be speaking and to find out about all of Carla Swanigan Ministries resources, including her video devotional series. Scandalous Grace with Carla Swanigan is a listener supported radio ministry outreach. We depend on your prayers and donations. Please go to carlaswanigan.com for ways you can partner with Carla in reaching listeners with God's love and grace. Please join us again next Saturday at 4 p.m. for Scandalous Grace with Carla Swanigan.